Welcome, everybody, to the Thriving Lives podcast, to our weekly uh, Wednesday Zoom call. Um, tonight's topic um, is one that I kind of decided on last week. So I've had a lot of clients here recently. It seems, you know, it seems like, it, you know, when it rains, it pours. And I think that's applicable to really almost air, every area of life, whether it's good things, bad things, whatever. Um, so, you know, one thing that I've been having a lot of uh, clients deal with recently are things like, you know, breakups. Um, job loss, um, having a move, um, no, no deaths, thankfully, uh, at least nothing that's been like in the forefront of, of clients' minds and stuff like that. But that's obviously always a thing as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not a therapist by any means. Um, I've had my fair share of, of loss and breakups and, and things of that nature, you know, life, life changes, like just leaving teaching. That's a good change, but it's still a change that I've got to kind of navigate and, and prioritize getting things in check. Um, so we're going to kind of talk about, you know, some of those negatives because, you know, when we have things like that, when we have a death in the family, you know, death of a loved one or someone that's close to us, um, a, you know, the end of a relationship, even if it's good that you are broken up with that person, that's still almost like you're dealing with a death and there's, you know, grievance that has to go in with that and just change routine and getting used to, to brand new stuff as well, or getting used to just not having that person around. Um, you know, job loss is a slightly different thing as well. And there's, you know, obviously more financial stress that kind of comes along with that. But so when these things happen, we don't really need to dive into each individual thing because I think they all kind of collectively bring about some of the same emotions. Um, what I notice when people are struggling with this stuff, and that's why one of the questions on your guys' questionnaires is always, um, you know, how do you handle stress? So you first off, do you have a very stressful job, stressful life? And how do you manage your stress? You know, majority of people do not handle stress in a very healthy way. Um, some people will eat a lot. Some people will drink a lot. Some people will smoke a lot or turn to other drugs and things like that. Some people will exercise um, enough. Some people will exercise uh, too much and use that as as this, this outlet for stress. But now they are overtraining and just doing way, 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 way too much, uh, which can sometimes be actually, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's counterintuitive, but it, it it's countering what their goal is when it comes to fat loss and things like that. So, you know, everything in, in moderation, that's something my dad always preached to me growing up, um, whether that is, I mean, it could be anything, alcohol, drugs, whatever, whatever it is, everything in moderation. Um, and, and the same thing with food. You know, I look at that, I apply that same principle to, you know, junk foods, to sweets, to, to, you know, pizza and stuff like that is I love all that stuff just as much as the next person. And I probably appreciate it even more because I have it so few and far between that when I have it, it's truly a special thing. Whereas if you're just used to having pizza every Friday night, it's not that special. It's just part of what you do. So, so I think I, I would, I would go so far as to say that it means more to somebody who does it on occasion versus somebody who does it on a, on a weekly basis. So, you know, I absolutely love food. That was one of the reasons why I kind of got into, um, you know, working out like I did, because I was like, I want to be able to eat a lot of food. Um, and, 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 but also I want to look good and feel good as well. So that's kind of, you know, my, my meat in the middle there. So I'm consistent most of the time and I have that stuff, but kind of coming back into what this topic is though, how do we handle stress when it happens? Um, you know, one of the things I, you know, I try to provide a lot of empathy during, during these tough times and, you know, being here for, for a client, um, you know, allow them to vent or to, to just share their whatever their, their struggles are at, the, at this time. And, you know, that's another perk to checking in is that, you know, if you might not have other places that you can kind of 
um, share that information and, and be vulnerable. And, you know, the more you can do that with me, the more that number one, we can build a better relationship, which then allows me to coach you better and allows you to, to really invest into what we're doing here together. So that's always, always crucial. You know, uh, don't ever message, you know, TMI, this is too much information and stuff like that. Um, you know, if it's crossing a boundary, I'll, I'll let you know that, but there's, you know, that's kind of hard to do anyway, though. So, you know, share that stuff, but ultimately what, what I always want to ask a client and, the, and what I want you guys to think about right now is when you have some of these negatives is when you let go of all your other priorities, you know, let's say you have a death in the family and now all of a sudden you are using food or alcohol and things like that to, to, to soften the blow, to give you, you know, that, that short-term gratification, that short-term happiness that only lasts for those few moments um, is that that always compounds your stress. When you, when you are using these negative outlets as a way to, to band-aid your, whatever the problem is, you're just making that problem worse because that, that problem is still there. Once you sober up, that problem is still there five minutes after you finish whatever tasty food you wanted to have. But now you have on top of that, the compounded you know, thought processes of, oh my God, I just like completely ruined my diet for the day or maybe the week, depending on what it is that you did, you know, oh my God, I just binge drank, whatever the case is, you know, I, I haven't worked out in a week or two because of all this situation, you know, there, everybody grieves a little bit differently, but either way, you know, we always want to tread water in the worst of times. We don't ever want to just fully, fully let go. It's way, way, way easier. And you're going to be so much more thankful to yourself if you were able to maintain and tread water during the absolute worst of times, because there, there is light at the end of the tunnel and there will be better days and you will get to that. And ideally you're probably going to get to that sooner. If you continue to prioritize what makes you feel good anyway. Um, and, and, and not feel good in terms of the unhealthy things, but feel good in terms of, Hey, my, my digestion's on point. My energy's on point. You know, I've, that's when you want to kind of circle into what are the things that, that, that matter to you now that you can actually control. Um, and not let it totally get away from you. I'll, I'll pause as I, as I come up with a little more thoughts on this, but um, does anybody have any thoughts, questions, you know, struggles that, that maybe, maybe you go through with this, you know, how do you handle stress is, is in a positive, negative way. I'm just going to take a drink. If you want to mute yourself and let me know. Don't feel pressure. I, I just like that. You said um, like, it's okay to tread water. Like, cause when, you kind of get that all or nothing like yeah I can't if I screw up one like you don't have to be perfect all the time especially if you're going through something like that but just don't give up that's like how I took that so that's good that's that's, that's 100% correct um is is you know it that's another thing too that's one of the kind of the 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 things I would like to talk about with clients when I'm when I'm onboarding them to get a better understanding of them is if you know if you're an all or nothing person then during those bad times whatever stresses that you're going with you are much more likely to probably fall off you're probably not prior you know maybe you're not thinking hey I want to eat like shit this week like nobody's thinking that going into the week I just want to eat as bad as I can but you didn't prioritize the meal prep which is what's going to allow you to eat healthy that week, or you didn't, you know, order your meals from your meal prep delivery service. That was a very small thing you had to do. But if you neglected that from yourself, now you get to Monday and you get to Tuesday and you're in survival mode. And when you're already stressed, now you're in survival mode, you're already sad or whatever the case is. When you don't have the right meals or the right foods already ready to go in your, in your pantry or in your fridge, whatever the case is, you know, even in the best of times and you had the very, very best day ever and you're not stressed at all, you're still much more likely and more inclined to make a more unhealthy choice. 
make a quick grab and go choice from fast food or from what whatever your your places that you're going to go to. Um, whereas when you have that stuff ready to go, because you you still prioritize that need. That's why you know meal prep or ordering your meals has to. That's going to be one of your top priorities. Um, because if that does not get done, that is just a a uh, you know a domino effect on everything else. Because now you're eating like shit all throughout the week because you're just living in survivor mode. Whether you're under eating and you're just not eating at all, or you're missing a lot of meals, or you are eating you know things that are just not good for your digestion, which is going to be pretty much any fast food stuff, a lot of processed foods and stuff like that, which is what people would go to with that. And now that is now affecting your digestion. Now it's affecting your your energy. Now it's affecting your sleep. Now you don't feel like working out. And even if you do work out. It's probably going to be a lackluster workout anyway and not, you know, you feel amazing about it. So notice just that one neglection of not meal prepping because you just didn't feel like it for whatever reason. And that could happen on a, on a good, easy week anyway, um, is that now you've just set up this domino effect for the whole rest of the week. So, you know, that's got to be prioritized with it. And then, you know, treading water is, hey, if you're used to five workouts a week, maybe you maybe you only get three. Shit, maybe you get zero. Now, I, I, I think it's safe to say that, hey, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling really sad, the endorphins that will be released from you just getting some exercise will definitely help you. But I also get it. Sometimes you're just going to say, fuck it. I'm not going to go to the gym. But that's when you need to focus even more so on your nutrition, on getting good sleep. We don't want to let it all go just because one thing is off. And that's why we have to sit here and we have to rewire our minds, you know, our brains and the way we do things. You know, some of us here are 20 years old. Some of us are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. And, you know, those of us who are older, obviously, we have a lot more, you know, years that we have to, that our, our brain's been wired a certain way. Now, that doesn't mean you can't change. It just means you have to work at this stuff a little bit more um, than, than maybe somebody who's who's younger and doesn't have 30 years of being stuck in their way with this stuff. Um, but we have to rewire our brains like that. And so we have to look at, you know, what can we do to tread water and maintain and not let it all go? Because I've seen this many, many different times as well. You know, I've been doing this for seven or eight years, worked with 500 plus clients. So I've definitely seen it go the opposite effect. I've seen a lot of people, especially earlier on in my, in my coaching career with this, um, they have one of these bad circumstances happen. Then they stop checking in. I don't hear from them for a little bit. I'll do my reach outs and stuff like that. Still not hearing back from them. And what happened was whatever bad thing happened. Now they've completely lost their diet. Maybe they let's, let's just say they lost 30 pounds with me before said event happens. They lose control of all of this stuff. And they just, you know, they throw this pity part of themselves and maybe they only intended on that pity party to be a day or a few days or a week, but they never got back on track. And usually the reason why they didn't get back on track is because they stopped checking in. They stopped being accountable. They stopped reflecting because it's easier to just go through life, you know, ignorant to, to what it is. And if we don't stop and reflect, it's easier to kind of navigate the waters uh, um, and just keep doing, you know, shitty things for yourself when you're not really thinking about it. But when we, act, we actually force ourselves to stop and reflect and be accountable to ourselves, be accountable to me as well, you're much more likely to stop with that. But so kind of back to it, this person loses 30 pounds, then this bad thing happens, they stop checking in, and now they've lost, you know, they, they stop prioritizing workouts, they stop prioritizing meal prep, you know, maybe they had friends and family around them that wanted to cheer them up. Well, how do really everybody in the world, but especially here in America, but I mean, this is, this is worldwide as well, is that everybody uses food as a way to come together. We use food as a way to celebrate. We use food as a way to grieve. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but for somebody who's already in a fragile state, for somebody who already has maybe a negative or unbalanced relationship with food, or maybe they're just used to doing that, 
um, they're much more likely to now slip up and fall off for a lot longer. So that same person, maybe they had a lot of friends and family supporting them and saying, hey, let's go out and do all this stuff. And they had the best of intentions, but ultimately what was happening and think about this for yourself as well. Like, you know, I'm not going to do that with friends. I'm going to be an ear. I'm going to go take them out to do something fun, but it's not usually going to be food related just because I know that, you know, depending on who that friend is, that might not be the best thing for them in the, in the long term. Yeah. That, that for that one night, for that one hour, they might make them, you know, you know, feel better about it. But I know that, Hey, that's going to be a compounding effect tomorrow and the next week and stuff like that. But so anyway, so this person falls off for however long and now the 30 pounds they lost has come back with a damn vengeance. And now they've gained 50 or 60 pounds. And now think about your mindset. Then you're already sad for whatever all these reasons were. You at least had that 30 pound loss that is now completely erased all that hard work that you worked your ass off to get. Now, not only are you back to square one, you are in a worse spot than where you were. And you also just went through a breakup or a death or whatever that case is. So now you took whatever that problem was and made it fucking huge. And now it, it seems like this mountain that you are at the bottom of, you know, you started in the middle of it and you got to the top and then boom, you're down way further than your, your original starting point. I don't have the energy. I want to climb that right now. You know, I'm completely off, off my game. I'm not doing any of the right things. And then the average person who who's allowed themselves to get in that, they're probably going to say screw it for not just the next month or a couple months. They might not revisit their lifestyle changes and their goals and their health for a year or a couple years or a decade, maybe not even ever. I think that there's enough people that will just, they, they tried it one time and it just didn't work out for them, you know? So, so that's why, you know, I, I circle back to our check-ins are so, so, so important and don't feel like you're oversharing with me because that's the, that's the piece that I need to know. I need to understand what's going on in your life. That's, that's negative because that's going to, it's all interrelated. All that stress is going to start affecting your sleep or your nutrition choices and stuff like that. And I can at least be here to hear you out, you know, give you, you know, that, that, that sympathy, uh, empathy, whatever, whatever that with a word is that I, I'm looking for it there. Um, you know, give you solutions, give you just, Hey, let's simplify this week. You might think you need to show up next week. You know, Sydney, like you said, with the all or nothing mindset during this bad week and this bad happenings, you might think I need to be perfect next week. And you're not going to be perfect. When times are really bad, none of us here are going to be perfect. Um, so it's important to just say that, hey, there are things that we can do to simplify. You know, I have one client right now, her, her, her she didn't lose her job or anything. She's not dealing with any of this stuff we're talking about. But, you know, she's had some job change over the past couple of years. And her job right now is very, very stressful. She works a lot of overnights. And she's even been picking up day shifts as well. So she is really wrecking her circadian rhythm and her sleep. And I get it. It's for financial purposes. She's got a kid that she's raising, things like that. So she's got some of these difficulties. Fortunately, her job is is uh, a lot of walking. She gets a lot of exercise at this job. So I said, you know, right now you are you are you are drowning essentially in all this stress and all these things you're trying to control. Stop working out. You get enough exercise, you get enough steps. You don't need to add on the stress. And she hasn't even been getting to the gym in the very first place, but she's been stressed about not getting to the gym. So that's just another piece of stress that's adding onto her plate. So I said, stop working out. I want you to just focus, you know, Thriving Lives Kitchen, the, the meal planner. Um, Lacey, you don't know what I'm talking about. Nick, Brian, I don't know if you saw that that link that I sent you guys as well. So, uh, you know, I created something called Thriving Lives Kitchen. Um, this is a way to, to give clients more, uh, more variety in their meals. So essentially there's 
seven breakfasts, seven lunches, seven dinners, a couple snacks in there as well. And I'm going to be adding to that over the course of time. Some of those meals will be revolving. So every month you'll have 21 different meals on there. And then some of those meals will be the same each month. Some of those will revolve and kind of change with it. It's just a $5 add-on subscription with it. Um, it's, it's probably not something you want to utilize at the very start of your program, but it's something that once you kind of get into the right rhythm, the right habits built and, and, and routines built, it's a very good thing to to use for that variety and things like that. But kind of back to it, though, I told her, hey, you already have the subscription. Go ahead and just start using these meals. Just all I want you to do is I don't want you to track your macros. I don't want you to worry about your calories. All I want you to do is pick the moderate carb meals, do two or three of those a day and do a protein shake or two outside of that. So if you're going to do two meals, do two protein shakes with it during the day. If you're going to do three meals, just do one protein shake. And just keep it simple with that or follow the meal plan, whatever it is that you want to do with it. But we need to find a way to simplify your life and give you very actionable things that you can sustainably do even during this tough time for you. And again, the only reason why that I was able to give her those solutions is because she was vulnerable. She opened up and expressed everything you know that, that was going on. So kind of kind of case in point here, just don't feel bad about that. Um, I want you to use me for that so that we can. That's That's all part of this. Um, so I think that's, that's really all my, all my kind of thoughts on it. Um, you know, let's control the controllables, tread water during the worst of times so that when you get to, you know, that coming back to that person that lost 30 pounds, had the tough time to go on, if they had, you know, it, they're obviously not gonna be perfect during whatever that tough time was, but if they had continued to check in, if they'd continued to drink enough water, if they would have continued to honestly keep alcohol out, uh, during the worst of times, Maybe, you know, maybe one time go out, but if you're somebody who's going to, that's a slippery slope for you and you're going to start drinking more often, then just cut that shit out completely because it's, it's only making things worse, you know, 99 times out of a hundred with it. Um, you know, focus on just, just basics when it comes to your nutrition. Hey, focus on just two healthy meals a day, you know, uh, things like that. Focus on trying to get one protein shake in focus on, you know, let's just try to get 5,000 steps in whatever the case was that person that lost 30 pounds would have just treaded water and just did the bare minimum. Of, of, of whatever their baseline kind of looks like in their life, they would have probably maintained that 30 pound loss. Maybe they would have gained 10 of it back, but regardless, it would have still been down 20 pounds once they got to that light at the end of the tunnel, once they got past the grieving, once they got past whatever. And that probably would have happened even faster again, because they continue to invest in themselves even more. You know, after a breakup, especially, that's the time to, to do some soul searching for yourself. That's the time to really do some reflecting. That's the time to really carve out a better version of yourself even if that breakup wasn't necessarily your fault, there's all there's always shit that we that we could all do better. So go inward and really do a better job with that. Um, so so that's kind of my my thoughts on how we handle, you know, that type of stuff right there. Have somebody talk to, tread water, control the controllables, and you'll be be feeling good in no time and can get back, you know, on your goals and stuff like that. Uh, Lacey, Nick, Brian, Sydney, any any thoughts, any questions? I appreciate you guys listening to me. Just throw words at you for the past 30 minutes, but hopefully that some of that was uh, was good for you. Any thoughts or questions? For me, like, I'm not going through any of those situations, but um, I am getting ready to go on vacation. And I know you did um, a talk about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah. I think of that, like, as long as I can do some of those bare minimum routine things that I do yep. like getting my steps getting my water making sure I'm hitting you know some level of protein like I'm not gonna mess up because of a week gone no you're you're 100% you're right if you can just tread water and just conquer a couple of those things number one you're gonna feel better about your efforts you know even if you come back and you're five pounds up you're gonna know that hey at least I controlled 
you know, these handful of things because shit, what would have been like if I hadn't controlled these things? But ultimately, probably not even going to gain that either, though. And, and, and again, who cares if you really do? Ultimately, it's just control the controllables while you're there, smash it leading up to the trip. And then as soon as you get back home, like I said at the very start of this, is you got to prioritize that meal prep. So even though that's a good thing that you're doing and it's not it's not a super stressful thing that you're dealing with. You still got to come home and lock right back, right back in with it. You know, same thing with, you know, your wedding that's coming up uh, right now. You don't have a whole lot going on, but you're also like, you know, what is it like five or six months out? So the closer you get to that, there's, you know, there's going to be a spike and, and more, you know, wedding showers and, and seeing friends and family and rehearsal dinner and the wedding itself. And then honeymoon, if you guys are doing that stuff and all those things are huge. And, and that, that's when it's important to recognize these things are happening to me once in a lifetime. You know, 4th of July, that might be your favorite holiday ever, but regardless, it's going to happen once a year. You're going to have 30 more of them. You're only going to have wedding, ideally one time. You're only going to have one rehearsal dinner and things like that. So those situations, if you're controlling everything now leading up to that moment, you're controlling the meals in between, who cares what you do during those times? That's when you don't track macros. That's when you don't care about whatever diet that you're on and you completely embrace it and live in that and enjoy all those times. Because again, there there's, it's, it's a fleeting moment that you really want to take advantage of and savor. Uh, but then it's important that again, you know, control the meals all in between all that stuff, control your workouts and things like that, control what makes you feel good, what it does help you relieve stress and then lock right back in, right. You know, post wedding. Then you get right back into, okay, what is my routine that always keeps me feeling good? That's meal prep. That's planning out my week. That's getting my gym clothes ready, whatever that looks like for you. Do that stuff and just, just continue to lock back into that routine. You know, me coming into, uh, this is, again, it's not a bad thing, but I just left teaching. I went on vacation, came back home last week. And now I, um, you know, now I, it, it's weird for me because usually I I'm like, okay, I have 11 Mondays of my summer break before I go back to teaching. Well, I don't have that now. So now I'm really trying to cultivate what is my new routine going to be like. And even though it's kind of all up in the air right now, I don't know what's going on. There are still X, Y, and Z. There are one, two, and three, and four different things that I know that I'm going to do no matter what. It might not happen in the most optimal time frame, but I'm going to get it all done. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to have my supplements in check. I'm going to get my workouts in. You know, right now I'm trying, hey, I'm going to try to do morning workouts right now. Do I like that more? Do I want to go in the afternoon? Whatever the case is, we've got to be always trying to find whatever our new routine is going to be, even if it's only for a week at a time. What does your new routine look like for, you know, Sydney, with you being home from 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 teaching the summer, you've got to have your school year routine and then you've got to have your summer routine and then you got to lock back into that summer routine when it's winter break and when it's spring break, even though those are only a couple of weeks or a week at a time. You've got to kind of be firing on all cylinders, at least when it comes to some of this healthy stuff that we're talking about. Um, anyway, though, Sydney, I appreciate your input. Lacey. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, of course. It, uh, I, I appreciate, I, I definitely appreciate it. But um, anyway, guys, yeah, Lacey. Sorry if that was all noisy. I can't tell if I was muted or unmuted all that time. You were muted the whole time. Good, because my kiddo got in the car and had lots to tell me about guitar and the snow cone stand. So I was oh, hoping one would hear and all that. <laughs> you, you should have been muted. I would have loved to hear about all that stuff. So I am about to jump off, but I have appreciated it. I uh, have plenty to add there on all that because if I don't plan ahead and meal prep, then my week just doesn't quite go as it needs to go with yeah. four kids and work and running everybody where they need to go. So I usually just You're right. make it's some time to make it happen because exactly. otherwise it's going to be a mess. If, if you don't make it happen, then you're living in survival mode, especially with, with a handful of kids running around and stuff like that. But 
Um, I appreciate you being here, Lacey. Um, I know that was kind of short notice when I sent you that that Zoom link, so I appreciate you being here. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll text you, and we'll 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 touch base soon. Uh, Absolutely, I will. We'll plan our next connect. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Hey, you too. Uh, Sydney, Nick, Brian, anything else you guys want to add, or you know, questions about this, or anything else that you guys got on your mind at the moment? What was the link for the the food you were talking about? Oh, the Thriving Lives Kitchen. Yeah. Um, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure I sent it to you guys when we first when I first uh sent you guys like, <laughs> the intro message there on the app. Um, and if is it Thrive Three a live kitchen? Um. Uh, oh no, here it is. Um. So if you go to your messages in the app that I sent you, um, uh -huh. it's like the second message down. So you'll see a big link there that, that um, says the kitchen monthly macro friendly meal planner subscription. Oh, okay. And so, so that one right there, um, that's like the, the initial one, the first edition that I kind of put out, actually, no, that's a, the link to it. Um, above that, you would have to copy and paste. It. I'll, I'll just send it to you guys over, over text. So you can see what I'm talking about. That, that initial like um, trial edition comes with like 15 meals on it, but it's just something you can, you can number one, you can utilize it. Like I said, that would be something for you guys to utilize on the weekends since you guys are using that meal prep service. That'd be mm -hmm. something for you guys to maybe lock into on the weekends or, or just give you, give you more ideas. Um, you know, so like if you guys saw like the, the, the high, the moderate, the low carb plans that I put together for you, that food is great. You definitely want to use seasonings and sauces and stuff like that to kind of spruce it up a little bit. But, um, you know, once you've been doing that for a few months, you, you want some variety with it. So, you know, you can always swap out your proteins, your carbs and stuff like that. But um, then you can also go look at that Thriving Lives Kitchen meal planner to see other types of meals that you could possibly be having. <coughs> Sometimes it's kind of hard to think outside the box because you don't want to go too far away from your plan that now you're not hitting your right numbers or hitting, you know, the right amount of calories and stuff like that. So that's another thing you can use, but I'll text you guys the, the, the link to your phone just to make it a little bit easier. Okay. Thanks. Of course. Of course. Well, Anyway, my, uh, mom, I see you just got on here. We are actually about to log off, but um, I talked to you today anyway, though. So anyway, though, tomorrow is check-in day. So Nick, Brian, Sydney, I will, and mama, I will see you guys at check-in day tomorrow. And uh, yeah, let's have a great rest of our week and a great weekend ahead. And I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks. Yep, thanks. Thanks for being here, guys.